0: That's it. That's it. Those at any point in time we're doing it, right? We're lead generating, taking listings, negotiating contracts, recruiting and hiring. But they does evolve over time and it does diminish and change and grow. That's the deal, gang. I hope you like it. Hey, it's Brian Eisenhower. Welcome today. We're gonna talk about the duties of real estate leaders in today's market. We're going to talk about real estate leaders, like real estate teams, could even be real estate brokerages. The duties of real estate leaders in general is it kind of varies. It doesn't necessarily vary so much based upon what type of leader you are, whether you're running a real estate team or a traditional real estate brokerage. It can also vary where you know at at different levels based upon where you are in your growth of professional development and wealth building as well over time, you know, because, you know, in theory, we'd like to see ourselves over time grow. Usually we're growing with two goals in mind. And, and it's, this is a big focus uh, is what we coach and consult uh, all of our clients on at Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. It's, we're trying to get people to both grow their wealth, their income, and ultimately wealth, while at the same time increasing their free time and flexibility. So they're not working as much. They get more of their life back, more of their other procedures, or or maybe they're, you know, they're extra hungry and they wanna do other types of work too and build other pillars of income, or a little of that and a little bit of fun, which is often the most common as well. Eisenhower Coaching's custom training suite is your company's own custom branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages. With video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and systems, with quizzes and action steps for accountability and implementation, managers can also monitor agent performance with detailed reporting. Agents can earn certificates and degree designations abbreviated after their name in signature lines, online profiles, and marketing. Easily create your own customized courses for local topics like file compliance, MLS systems, contracts and disclosures, CRM training, and new agent orientation. Use ICC's course training materials in your own office training rooms with our downloadable and printable student workbooks, instructor's manuals, instructional training videos for each class lesson. The custom training suite is your own custom branded training system that is changing the game for real estate, teams and companies everywhere. So at different levels and stages, we can go all from a solo real estate agent all by themselves. You know, what is that leader? He's running his own business. He or she's running their own little single independent contractor, sole proprietorship, what have you, by themselves. And then as they merge and they grow and that solo agent evolves up into a small real estate team and then up into maybe a large real estate team, maybe they're ultimately their own brokerage, maybe they're traditional brokerage, maybe they're a teamridge or like a team... Megateam brokerage, whatever you want to call them, maybe they're just traditional brokerage. Who knows? You know, maybe we start opening up, you know, ancillary businesses like mortgage companies, title companies, insurance companies, development companies, property management companies, other pillars of income. Passive income, where we've uh, seen you know real estate licensing schools, and go on and on with you know many of the teams and and, and, and clients we coach, man, they'll have 15, 20 different pillars of income that are all kind of interrelated because you know once you've got one, like for example, we'll start with real estate and mortgage. I mean, obviously, if you have a team or a brokerage that sells five hundred real estate, you know, five hundred homes a year. Half of those are buyers, 250. Well, you've naturally got business for your mortgage company and that can go on and on. You can see the correlation between property management company and home insurance, insurance companies and on and on and on and on how you generate so much business where you really start spreading out and and, and, and creating lots of different pillars of income. All of that income though has to be you know, ran by different personnel, because all, you have to keep getting time to either opening up more or enjoying your life and or seeing your family and or etc, cetera, etc, cetera, et cetera. So then we keep growing up into that point, you know, And then, and, and ultimately, till someone, you know, basically, you know, is not in the day to day activity of any of their business or businesses, there are just leaders leading them all and the day to day operations, you know, become you leading your leaders that you know, that I would say would be the end of the spectrum. I mean, if there's a great book out there that kind of explains this spectrum by evolving into four quadrants, and, and it's Kiyosaki's The Cash Flow Quadrant. It, really, really great book. One of my favorite, but gotta be one of my top fives actually it goes on forever, but he explains it and, you know, moving through all the way to the fourth quadrant. So, I, I mean, I suppose we could evolve out into the, you know, his fourth quadrant, which is you're not even meeting with your leaders, man. You're just in straight passive income. Like you're invested in securities. You're invested in secure transactions. You know what I mean? Like it's straight, you just get paychecks, Like people just pay you rent, you know, you know what I mean? You're not meeting, re, meeting with your leaders, even if it's just for a half hour a week, that could be consistent. Consider getting into operations because you have some sort of say because you're conversing with your leaders, that type of thing. So who knows? That could be arguable. Well, other than that, that's that evolution. There aren't just like five duties that everyone should always have because you will evolve as that growth happens. That makes sense, Uh, you know, depending on on, on the different paths you take and how long you take them. And, you know, as that evolution grows into those different animals, Uh, it's fun to see it, though. And I'll tell you, it's really neat to, you know, have clients that, At all levels, you know, and you see that evolution. I've seen many go through the whole path, which is the coolest thing on the planet. But let's start at the beginning, the very, very beginning of a solo agent. Okay. And this is real simple. There are three focused activities that we need to try to get them on. It's usually all the painful stuff. And um, and the stuff that's hard to do or hard to get. Um, so for an agent, solo agent, they need to lead generate. They need, which means do something active to get business at all times, right? If they happen to already be independent wealth, independently wealthy, they can, in theory, supplement that with some marketing. Okay, but otherwise, most people start out in real estate are dead broke, so they just lead generate and do activity. And there's plenty of that to do, and it works just fine. Okay, if you got a bunch of money you want to spend on marketing, you want—I mean, you don't need it. But if you want to, I mean, I guess you could start off with some marketing and, and and speed things up a bit. But we're just going to call it lead generation. If you want to call it lead generation and marketing, you can. OK, and understand that that's one thing that's very unique. There are many different ways to structure real estate teams and and, and we've coached and we've structured many of them. I mean, it's, it's it's so there's not one model or one set system or anything like that. There's do's and don'ts and things like that. But there's lots of different structures out there that work. I love that part of that. Now, that, that aspect about this system. lots of different functioning organizational structures in our industry. And they're changing all the time and new things work and and some things don't. And it's so fun to be a part of okay so with that being said lead generation number 1 number 2 that solo agent's going to make sure they're taking listings right that's always they're going to take listings like that that's a focus okay so we're trying to get listings sometimes it's easier to take buyers and wait on buyers to come to you right but we always want to be lead generating for listings because we'll always get buyers if we have listings okay listings are very valuable they they create a name for you they get you more listings they give you branding Working with buyers, you're a secret agent too much. You will get buyers if you focus on getting listings. So the focus is on listings. Buyers will come, okay? Buyers will come. So we lead generate, we take listings, and we negotiate contracts, which means that's important, right? We get offers, we get those accepted, and get, you know, maybe we're, because remember, we're solo agent, we're doing this all ourselves. So we're going to get the, you know, get offers accepted, back and back, counter offer, maybe negotiate repairs you know, inspections, things like that, and then closing. And that's it. You probably have a transaction coordinator, hopefully helping you do some of the paperwork and stuff paint on profile or something when you start maybe just to speed things up and give you some help because we need to make sure I know you can say, well, I'll just do that myself. I'll learn it. And that's okay. Maybe you do learn it. But when you start getting busy, we don't want to start giving it away because it's not hard to learn. And I really don't want any excuses that you're too busy to keep you from lead generating because lead generating is uncomfortable. Right. Then of course we're going to, you know, we start getting up to a point where we sell 30, 40, 50 transactions a year, maybe even 60, you're going to start losing a lot of time. It's going to start getting unhealthy. You're going to start giving business you know, business away. Then we're going to probably start a small real estate team, right? At some point, depending on the team, depending on the structure, we might hire some administrative personnel and flat fee type stuff, and you know, or or not flat fee, or salary, or or hourly maybe. And then um, at some point, we'll move into that, and then we'll uh, bring on some buyers and start taking some of our buyers, so we can focus on just taking listings and slowly give all our buyers away. So we're not taking buyers anymore, and that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. But um, all the top teams do it. Buyers just take a lot more time, guys, and and you don't get any credit for the work. And it's very, very hard. Listings is where we want to be. So that's why everyone does it that way. And there is a reason. There's a do and a don't. And there's a a don't. If you want to have time and make more income and have higher priced homes, really focus on your listings and give your buyers away, guys. Okay? So we're going to start rec- recruiting and hiring, and those are two things we will do, okay? And we're going to keep the listings at this point, right, because we're a small team. But then as we evolve over time, you know, we start selling more and more houses, 100 homes a year, 200 homes a year. We get past 250 homes a year, we're going to start moving into a larger team with many more agents, right? Our goal is always to earn more income and and work less, take less time, right? So we're not, we're not losing sight of that. So we're going to start giving some of our listings away too, right? And that's very uncomfortable for agents. But trust me, you get there and you get too many listings, you'll know where you get tired of going on like bad listing appointments, faraway listing appointments, cheap listing appointments. You know, there's, you start getting real picky on your listings. It happens. Trust me, you get a feeling for it too. We see it in the numbers, but I, we can also see it emotionally in, in, in our clients' faces too. So that does start happening. Believe it or not, it happens with them all. It's hard to imagine, but it does, right? So we start giving listings away. It's ultimately, you know, we get to a large team. Now we, we, we're, we're operating off more of the production of our agents because we have a lot more agents. So we don't need the team leader's production. You know, and that depends on the average price of the home and all that kind of stuff, the amount of sales in the area. So the numbers, I don't, you know, I don't know how many agents you have to have. And it depends how much you're selling per agent to. It doesn't really matter to me, but so it's, flies all over the map but you know oftentimes you're getting up to selling you know 400 homes a year at a minimum 300 if you're looking at the median home prices you start getting into luxury listings could be even much sooner you know if you get the higher price because you have more money more commission income to play with if that makes sense right um same too with the lead generation the lead generation is going to start dying around dying down a little bit as we get a team too you're going to dial back the prospecting we're going to keep I count with lead generation social media content so we always want to keep social media content up always. Okay, for the leader. That is one thing a leader is never going to get rid of in this whole process, all the way out to the end. We got to keep you present if you want to keep your businesses growing. So, you know what I mean? Like you always talk about, oh, I can't give that away. Well, part of it is you can't go away. You gotta always kind of act like you're present and you want business. So we we do that through social media nowadays. It makes it very easy, very cheap. So we gotta always get video of you always get clips of you. You can have, I mean, as you evolve and grow as a leader, we'll have more and more marketing support. So it's not just you putting it out there like a solo agent. As you grow, we have marketing personnel, part of your administrative team or, or independent contractor marketing help that helps you put it all together. That's actually easy. It's not hard at all. As you get bigger, everything gets easier and the marketing gets really easier. I mean, it's, it's kind of the world I live in. This, this right here is that very said content that I put out in the world on a regular basis. That's, that is the only form of lead generation I, I do. Over the course of my career and all of our you know, successful clients' career that have stepped away and have businesses that, that operate themselves and create passive income, they have given away parts of their job, like the listings you know, and, and things like that. And they've given away active prospecting, in this case, as part of lead generation. I don't do that anymore. I don't meet people face-to-face anymore. I have people that run my businesses. I just put out social media content and a few other minor things that we're going to talk about. But that's pretty much it with regards to lead generation It's just the social content. Over time, we're going to dial back the active prospecting and spend more money because we're earning more. The team is earning more. The brokerage is earning more. So we can devote a certain percentage of that. I always say um, no more than 10% of the the revenue, the total revenue, not net income, 10% of the total revenue before expenses. I always want to devote back into the business into marketing, right? And it's big enough. All of a sudden, a lot of your, you know, you know, the team's now lead generating, so less of use required. So hopefully, some of your agents are being held accountable to that. And, and then we're putting out some marketing because we can pay up to that 10%. So a little less of use required. We just need you to keep the social media marketing. So you can give away the hardest part of the job is a lot of that time blocking, prospecting, shaking you know, going out there and so we can dial that back it's just more time efficient if you if we start spending more money on marketing too and a little less of your time that's your goals you paid your dues you work out of it you know they know that they can earn out of it too even still staying on your team so we want more passive income right something that's more time efficient so now so now we're going to get you a little bit less out of that we do want you meeting leaders though okay you're not maybe recruiting new agents anymore or or, or even normal agents but you might be recruiting the leaders of different different businesses we're always we're always trying to get in business with talent, because when we find high talent that we might want to work with, that radar's always got to be up for that, because you're going to start to see as you get more and more successful, your ability to do something that takes your time, even if it earns you a lot of money is not as attractive. You want you see an opportunity that's great, but who's going to do it? You've got to have the talent to put with that, right? So you're always looking for that talent, and that's that's kind of the story of my life as well, too. I'm always looking for talent. Who's that talented person? that I could put in charge because I'd love to do that. I just don't have the personal operator. I I need my operator. So we're always looking around for that operator. Who is it? Right. So who is the operator? So you're always meeting with your operators, your leaders. Okay. Those are your lieutenants. we are always going to meet with them, but we're always going to be recruiting them as well too. Right. So again, we're always going to be recruiting. I said that. We're going to let go a lot of the recruiting and just kind of just focus on recruiting leaders. So by the very end of it, when you're at this top of the top of the, the totem pole, I guess, I don't know how totem poles work, but if you're, you know, if you're, you get to that point where you're just operating passively, you're in that fourth quadrant, you're out there, all passive income and just income streams coming your way. I still want you to put daily content out if you want to keep growing. If you want more income and more time back, if you want to keep growing, I'd still get that daily content out of you out there. People got to see you or things start going away for you. Trust me. It's just much easier to do with social media now than it's ever been. You know, It's much, it's so much easier to leverage it. So please be a friend of it. And number two, you, know, you should be out there recruiting leaders. You're out there recruiting leaders on the regular. So you're always looking for more leaders. Like I said, And then you're going to be meeting with your leaders, you know, so, you know, meet with your leaders regularly. That's something I do, you know, meet with leaders in my different organizations on the regular, looking at their numbers, tracking their metrics. They're short. Sometimes they're only 15 minutes a week or 30 minutes a week or sometimes even every other week. Sometimes they're monthly, depending on the type of organization that we've got going. But meeting with them regularly and having some sort of metrics where we can track their performance is crucial, right? So we have something where I can see how we're doing not just checking in and see how they're feeling and seeing how much money's in the bank. I want to have performance metrics that are helping grow us to some sort of goal. Those are leaders. They lead us to a new place. Managers are people who just keep everything the exact same way. I don't have a lot of managers because they have goals. They're all trying to increase the income because they have goals. They want to increase their income. And they all do if those businesses grow. And guess what? They also get more flexibility and time back if they do too if we hit these goals and guess what all the while i get more passive income if they hit those goals so that's how it should be that's how it's supposed to be that that you know that's pretty much how it always works uh, or at least intended to work so that's the idea behind it guys so those are the focuses i'd say the five things in general that we should always have is lead generate taking listings negotiating contracts you know some sort of recruiting and hiring personnel even as a solo agent you're you're still you know trying to meet and network people for when you do grow and then you're going to be meeting with your team regularly. That's it. That's it. Those at any point in time, we're doing that, right? We're lead generating, taking listings, negotiating contracts, recruiting and hiring. But they it does evolve over time. And it does diminish and change and grow. And uh, and we're always meeting with our team to track our numbers. So that's the deal, gang. I hope you like it. That's uh, the duties of real estate team leaders over time as spread out and as thorough as I could get. Hope that helps. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at eisenhowercoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at icconlinelearningcenter.com. That's icconlinelearningcenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower podcast.